welcome to Wedding Wednesdays with Weddings Online. My name is Kelly and I'm a former wedding planner and blogger and I'm obsessed with weddings. If you're planning a wedding in Ireland, you're in the right place. You're going to learn the tried and tested methods to planning your dream wedding without the added stress. Think of this as your one-stop shop for everything to do with planning your wedding in Ireland. With me, your new wedding planning bestie and a cup of tea. This is Wedding Wednesdays with Weddings Online. Hello and welcome to Winning Wednesdays with Weddings Online. I'm Kelly. I've got my tea. I hope you've got yours. We're on to episode two of our podcast and today we're talking about how to plan your wedding without going insane. So I've actually got some help from Dervla. She's a wedding planner. She's part of the Weddings Online team. She's been in the industry for many, many years and worked with a lot of couples, a lot of wedding industry professionals, and she knows what she's talking about. So I think you're going to enjoy this. I interviewed Dervla, asked her a whole lot of questions about how to plan your wedding without going insane, and she gave a lot of really amazing tips. So let's take a listen. Well, hi, Devla. It's so great to have you here on the podcast. Um, so as you know, we're talking all about how to plan your wedding without going insane. And so I'm really excited to hear from you because I know that you've been in the industry for a long time. You've worked with a lot of couples and a lot of industry professionals, so you know exactly what to do. Um, so I know, you know, <laughs> no, you do, you do. Um, I know from my perspective, one of the best ways to plan a wedding without going crazy is to stay organized. And so yeah, I wondered, sure. you know, because you've been in the industry for so long as a wedding planner, do you have anything that you would recommend to couples that they can do to actually stay organized while planning their wedding? Yeah, I mean, it's key to plan a wedding, to stay organized and don't get stressed or get overwhelmed. And for me, I'm a little bit old school. I like a good notebook and I like a good checklist, really like a good checklist. And so I would um, advise, uh, you know, when they've celebrated and, you know, the engagement's kind of dwindling down and they're going to actually start planning they really need to sit down and together and have a good chat about, you know, what kind of wedding they want and what their budget is, uh, guest numbers and guest lists. And then that will feed into what they can actually, you know, start to plan the venues they can look at. So I think if they get a good notebook or, you know, a, there's loads of wedding checklists and go from there would be a good starting point. And it'll keep them organized and keep everything on track and it will keep them from getting bogged down in all different areas. It'll just keep it, you know, in order of what they have to do. So that would be my advice, just, you know, checklists and a notebook and good communication, I suppose, between themselves. I think too many people can get all a little bit crazy. So definitely um, it's about them. It's about the two of them. Of course, their families are going to want to, you know, have an opinion or a suggestion or whatever. But maybe, you know, they could try and uh, kind of pin down the, the budget, the guest list themselves and the type of wedding they want. And it should all start to fall into place after that. That sounds so good. I mean, I'm with you on things being a bit old school. I think there's something really satisfying about writing something down and then actually crossing sure. it out when you've done it. Definitely. And I know something that I do, which I don't know if you've tried this before, but I have what I call a brain dump list. And so okay. it's like um, it's like a piece of paper where literally any idea that comes into your head that has to do with the wedding, you just write it down. Like Because it oh, doesn't sure. necessarily fall into a neat category, but you don't want to forget it. And you don't want it to be in your head because then you go to bed at night thinking, 
I need to do something with this idea or I'm going to forget it. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. I mean, I'm great with the spider diagrams and it's just like all these ideas. And then some of them just don't, you know, materialize into anything. But like, whatever, I thought of it and it was brilliant at the time. Yeah, and you can come back to it. But, it, you know, it costs six grand, so maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's important. <laughs> um, okay, so that's cool. So obviously, first thing, if you want to you know, plan your wedding without going insane is to stay organized. I know something that works for me is to have a timeline. Um, cause you know, there's so many different tasks that need to get done and to know when to do different tasks and what to do at which points in the wedding planning journey, you know, in your experience, do you find that couples have certain tasks that they get stressed about that actually they don't need to worry about until much later on in the wedding planning? Oh, for sure. For sure. I mean, back in my days of viewings and um, when I was a coordinator, I the couple will come and you know it's all very exciting and then they're like talking about invitations suppliers and I'm like no 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 we're gonna you know you have to book your viewing and then you have to you know attend your viewing ask all your questions about the venue book the venue and then like you need to be hitting the big hitters like a band a photographer you know make sure you're if you're getting married in the church that your priest is available or if you're gonna have a ceremony on site that you know you need yet your celebrant there's absolutely no need to be freaking out about the shape of your wedding ring or about you know your invitations or the flavors of your cake like they're just not things you know, that you're going to be asked or information that you need at this stage. You just need to, you know, again, have your budget, have your guest list, like, um, because there's no point looking at venues that don't hold the amount of guests that you're going to invite or stuff like that. So it's the big, I, I call them the big hitters, but it's the those big things that need to get booked first. Um, and then you can, you know, go down into the finer details of like, um, like for example, like, you know, I, I think for women, maybe, yeah, men as well, but like getting bogged into fashion details straight away. Obviously your dress, yes, that is a thing because you have to give it, you know, there's a, a lead time. But I mean, you don't have to have like your bridesmaids dresses picked and shoes picked and jewellery and your, you know, your boxes that you're going to send them to ask your bridal party. Like, you know, it's it's about keeping it organised. So until you have a date of your wedding, your venue booked, you know, your photographer, band, celebrant and um, all of that kind of stuff. And then... I always say to my couples, just park the wedding for a while. Just kind of leave it over there. You know, you've all that done, unless like you're doing it in a short time frame. That's a little bit different. But I mean, if you're giving yourself the year to 18 months, which usually most people um, do, yeah. I would just park it because it just gets too much talking about it all the time. And your best friend that like wants to go and have a coffee with you and talk about her night out last week doesn't really want to hear absolutely everything about your wedding for a whole year. Do you know what I mean? So sometimes I just used to say, just park it. And then, you know, if you have a good checklist, it'll give you your timeline to say, right, okay, we actually, we have to look at this now, or we have to do this now. So that's, that's kind of what I would say on that. I think that's really good. I mean, we actually spoke about that in, in the last episode about, you know, once you've announced your engagement, actually just take some time out to just 
celebrate, do some mm-hmm. normal things, go on dates, mm-hmm. hang out with your friends, all of that sort of thing. And I think that's really helpful to hear that from you as well. And I know you mentioned having a timeline and a checklist and everything. And so I know for people who are listening, if they don't know, we have this amazing weddings online, 12 month yes. planning checklist, and it actually helps categorize everything. So it'll be like 12 months before the wedding. These are the things you do. Once you've yeah. done those things, then 11 months before your wedding, these are the things you do. And it just helps to make sure you're not worrying about things that you only need to do in six Absolutely. So that's great. So now the third thing is, um, you know, for me, I found when I was planning my wedding, I had one day a week where my partner and I would sit down and we would do all wedding planning things. And of mm-hmm. course that only really works for the first part of your wedding planning journey. You know, when you've got a bit mm-hmm. more time on your hands and it's on this mm-hmm. date, that's when we're going to look at wedding venues. That's when, when we're going to, have a Google search for different things. And that's when I'm going to whip out the weddings online venue finders and supplier finders and all that mm-hmm. sort of thing. And then yeah. course, as, as you get closer to the day, you need to be a bit more frequent. Um, that really worked for us because we both had jobs. So, you know, do you have any, any tips for couples who work a nine to five job or maybe even more than that? And they actually just don't have a whole lot of time to plan their wedding. Like, are there any smart things that they can do to make sure that they're staying on top of everything? Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Well, I would suggest that, you know, they're decisive. Mm. They make decisions. So, you know, if it's, for example, uh, they're looking at bands and they have, you know, 20 bands they're looking at, right? That needs to be, you know, taken down to three kind of ones that, right, okay, these are definites. And they're either going to maybe book an online showcase or go to a live showcase or whatever they're going to do and they're going to you know choose the one what I would have said is pick task a weekend so next weekend it's the bands we're going to do the bands that's it done the following weekend we have to have decided our photographer the following weekend we have to you know and within the first few six weeks or whatever the big as I say the big hitters are, are done but then as it gets closer communication is key so maybe even if it's a setting up a dedicated email address so that everybody's in the loop yes so you know both partners can see what's happening or what questions are being asked so that they're informed of what's happening and what's needed and that can be really helpful and it can cause less stress because everybody knows what page they should be on um, and what uh, maybe information that suppliers are looking for and the other thing is booking appointments you know, have a look at the calendar for both of you and just kind of pre-book the appointments that you know you, you need that you need to book um, ahead of schedule so that they're in the diary. Everybody knows that on Saturday the 18th, this is what we're doing. Um, so I think that that too can really be helpful. I think last minute stuff just causes stress and things get overwhelmed and it's not enjoyable. I agree. Oh my gosh. That's, that's amazing. Like so many amazing words of wisdom just in that answer alone I think just being decisive is so important because people can get so stressed about trying to decide between all the amazing suppliers they can choose from when actually if you can just get your list down to like like you said three bands and that's what you're deciding yeah it just suddenly feels a lot more doable and absolutely it just it just is like oh okay this is actually doable okay and then for some reasons they'll just rule themselves that maybe they're not available or they're just totally out of budget or you know so it can be easier that way but having 10 12 options is it's crazy you need to have it down to five then to three then to one that's great so we're talking about 
how to plan your wedding without going insane. And I've got two, two more things. You know, the first mm-hmm. thing is get professional help. And for sure. So things like once you book your photographer, that's when you could say, Hey, do you know any great makeup artists? Or once you book mm-hmm. your venue, you go to your venue and say, do you have any recommended suppliers that I can work with? And that's just absolutely get getting recommendations from people means you're working with suppliers who have worked together before they trust each other. They know each other. And yeah they know all the best suppliers. So instead of... Yeah, for sure. There's there's little... All around the country, there's little pockets of dream teams. Yes, I love that. So, like, there's there's hair hairstylists and makeup artists that work together all the time. There's videographers and photographers that work at the same venues all the time. So, for sure, I, I absolutely agree. You have to get recommendations from... And I would start with the venue. I think you're right there. Yeah. So that's great. So the final thing that I thought is don't reinvent the wheel. So if somebody has already created an amazing checklist, like we've done at weddings online, don't try and make your own. If actually someone's made it for you and you can just use it. Or if there's some other like really cool thing that wedding planners have figured out as a really good way to do things, don't try and do it differently. If they've cracked this, just do what they do because they've done it for a reason. Yeah. So on that note, I wanted to, (laughs) that's the thing. You guys have planned hundreds of weddings. So I wanted, I wanted to ask you, you know, as we close, do you have any final wedding planning tips, any gems that you can leave us with that couples will, will be able to take with them as their final pearl of wisdom from you? Look, honestly, it's enjoy it. It will come and go so fast. You will not believe. Um, and you will be wake up the next morning after the wedding and you go, oh, my God, it's all over. So I would enjoy and savor every moment and every lunch or dinner that you can go to celebrate in preparation for the big day. I would be there. I would say is um, too many opinions, you know, can cause, as I said, a little bit of stress and like you start sweating the small things. So I would just make sure you keep it about yourself and your partner. Enjoy the process. Enjoy going to see the venues. Enjoy your dinner tasting. You know, it's supposed to be fun. You're starting out life together, you know, and this is just a stepping stone. It's supposed to be the biggest celebration of your life and it will be. But just keep it in mind that it's about you guys. It's not about trying to please everybody or you know trying everything to be perfect or anything like that like don't sweat the small things just enjoy it and um get a really good photographer and videographer because that's what you're going to have forever (laughs) i agree on that for sure just ask your friend from school No, no no definitely i would invest in that for sure because that's what you have forever to look back on and you know um I think it's just really important. I agree. Well, thank you so much for sharing so much wisdom. I know that our couples are going to be absolutely blown away. And so I just really appreciate your expertise. And so just to let everyone know, if you want to find out more about wedding planning and checklists and what to do when and all that sort of thing, weddingsonline.ie is the place to go. There's just so much wisdom there. And also I'm going to leave a link in the notes to the checklist that we spoke about earlier and to a link to our Help I'm Getting Married Facebook group because it's a great place to talk to more people like Dovla who are professionals in the wedding industry and other couples too. So thank you, Dovla. 